It's your boy Booth of Andros, and you are now tuned in to Next Level Internet Radio with the homie Douglas Elliott, aka the Black Victor Newman, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. The mics are hot. The video, both of these are yours. And uh, I think my co-host is probably stuck somewhere on this traffic. Uh, bad accident on 635. Shout out to Yolanda, the model. It's Tuesday. DFW, D-Boss presents the pipe bomb with Yolanda, the model. And the song... The song, the artist you just heard was Mr. Durant Searcy hmm. and Natasha Wells. Yes. No pressure. No pressure. Um, it's an honor. You, 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 you ever just see a, 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 a person and they exemplify exactly <laughs> what, what, they, what they're about? Durant, y'all watching a lot. He looks like an R&B singer. <laughs> he's I? dressed like an R&B. He, he's in that. I, I, I was, I was thinking, 
when I when you walked in. He reminded me of some. You remind me of the gentleman. I want to say I can't remember which brother he played in the Jackson movie. Okay. Do you get that? No, I thought you were gonna say Tommy Davidson. That's what I thought. You I get. Saying. I see that a little bit. <laughs> I see Tommy Davidson. No. I see that a little bit. But man, we man, this is a long time yeah. happening. Um, our paths crossed when we. I was at Y ninety nine. And I believe um, uh, Hernandez, Hernandez yes. uh, was interviewing you. And I was blown. He, you had Natasha with you that mm -hmm. day. And that song, I was just like, oh my. Where has he been? <laughs> the super supernova. Incredible vocalist. Incredible songwriter. Durant Searcy is here tonight. It is an honor. It is a privilege to have you here, sir. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Thank Man. You. you know I respect you to be driving way over here. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Fort Worth and all yes. these bridges. It's a lot of bridges yes, coming over here. Yes, it time. is. And I just came for the rail club, so I, I was in that traffic oh, really? a little yeah. earlier, too. It's, it's and it's crazy. madness. But yeah, I'm glad to be here. I appreciate you for I mean, you've invited me a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And scheduling, COVID, all yeah. that played a factor. So. And it, it, you came, you're here. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Let me, let me, let's start off with this. Where are you originally from? I'm actually from Omaha, Texas, which is east, far, far east Texas. Far East Texas. Yeah, it's about okay. three hours away from here. Um, that's what I was thinking when I was driving. <laughs> I'm like, all these bridges. I'm, I guess I'm still a country boy at heart. <laughs> I need a regular road. Just a right. Road. So, yeah, I was born in Mount Pleasant, Texas. Raised okay. in um, Omaha, Texas, which is like a one road neighborhood. Straight through. Yeah, you just got one yes. little circle neighborhood, and that's it. Yes. Maybe about 100 people there. And, yes. And um, I came here around maybe fourth grade. Okay. I, I know Mount Pleasant. Pleasant. I know yeah. Mount Pleasant, Texas. My dad was a preacher in Mount Pleasant. Okay. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, what is it? Another little town there. It's real famous for the hot Pittsburgh hot lakes, yeah. Sulphur Springs, Hughes Springs. Yeah, I mean Dangerfield. Dangerfield. That's where my dad and his family is from. Yes, so I know all. I know that our area Green well. Street, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So musical influences. Who, who were you listening to? Who did you grow? What was being played in the home? Um, actually, a lot of gospel was being mm -hmm. played because um, I was raised with my granny and my mother, and they were both into gospel and of course my dad was a pastor mm -hmm. so it was gospel everywhere yeah but around uh maybe the first grade uh first or second grade that was around the time they really came out okay and then after they had their little controversy then i discovered michael jackson yes and then got into prince okay <laughs> and so uh when i got older those two influenced me a lot but um when i got a little bit older too i discovered things by myself Mm -hmm. um, it was Rick James. Okay. Um, my favorite artist is Marvin Gaye. Okay. All time favorite. But uh, Mariah Carey, who is what who inspired me to actually become a songwriter. Nice. So I listened to her. I listened to um, I listened to all kinds of R and B. Boys to Men. Yeah. It's just I'm more of an R and B guy. That's yeah. Pretty much where I listen to. What 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 about Marvin Gaye just stuck with you? Because he is absolutely he he's a genius. Yeah, it's something about his, uh, of course, I love his voice. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people, every time I listen to him, I feel like I feel his soul yes. through the song. Yes. So that's what always kind of made me gravitate towards him. Yes. Every time I hear him sing, I felt like I felt him, like yes. really singing to me. And so I gravitate to that, and then uh, just seeing his personality on different videos. I'm yes. Like, I felt like me and him are kind of like kindred spirits yes. in a way. So I kind of feel like... Um, I kind of uh, I relate most to him yes. as an artist and seem like as a person besides the um, the, the womanizing. Thing. Yes, right, right. <laughs> I heard right. a few things about that too. Right. <laughs> so there's moments like like that just stick out, and and I'm a I, me for music. What there's two moments that just st stuck out all the time. I, I, I it's like it just happened yesterday. It was when Michael Jackson. Uh, I think he did the Motown specially, and he he debuted the Moonwalk, mm -hmm. and debuted Billy Jean, yeah, and Marvin Gaye. I think it was uh, either the All Star Game when he did the for, yes, yeah. those two 
Mo those are like iconic moments. Yeah. Whitney Houston is another one when she did the Super Bowl, I believe. Yeah. Those three, those three moments are like they're always etched in an R and B artist's mind yeah. and a fan's because they've never been duplicated. Yeah. And they literally changed how how R and B music. Each of them have their own place in the in the in the in the in the, in the timeline yeah, of 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 just great moments in music. Yeah. Um, Incredible. Yeah. Um, um, you're also an actor, too. <laughs> yes. I'm an actor, too. Yes. I, I actually really enjoy acting just about the same amount as I okay. like singing. Okay. But, um, yeah, I discovered acting in college. When, okay. Um, I was going to college, and, you know, of course, it was around the time everything was taking <laughs> all the classes. Right. So I had to find an elective. Yes. I, got I remember those electives. I yes, Lord. I a, a theater class. Okay. And we did a show, and I was... The mm -hmm. bug hit me and it never left. Wow. It was like um, early 2000. Wow. Um, so it's been, t actually this will be 20 years. This yes. Year. So is it, is it, is it, have, have you been in films? Is it plays or what? It's mostly been stage. Nice. Uh, I've done one uh, short film and it was a small part. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get more into that, but then COVID happened. Yeah. By the time COVID happened, I was trying to get more into films. But, yeah. Um, I prefer stage because I really don't like being on camera. Really? No, I don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I really don't like being on camera. That's one thing about me. People uh, find that fascinating or interesting. Yeah. Because they feel like I should be in front of a you know camera phone. You know, yeah. Myself all the time, and I hate it. No. And that that that's what sticks out with me about you is you not you. I don't want to call it glory or or, or, or you know self absorbed, but you really like to stay low key. Oh, people, you that. yeah, people. <laughs> you know you're that. not gonna be. This raw in, in people's face. You no. you literally when you when people find you, they find a gem. Oh, it's wow. I mean your voice. It, it's just something you see a lot of our artists, rappers, R and B, and they're they're told that they gotta be on social media. Yeah. They're told they got you know and and, and and in a sense, social media has done that. Yeah. You know, put it out there like that. But you act. You actually take a whole different approach to it. You're not yeah. posting. Oh, you know. All day long. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't gotten on to me about that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I understand it. I, I understand it because social media is being being misused, and people get in people's business, and mm -hmm. that's the when you get on social media, you've literally unlocked your door. Yeah. For everybody to see. Yeah, and I'm really uh, very, uh, very intensely private. Yeah. And, um, I really don't like to. Of course, I've had those days where I feel like, where do I fit in? Yeah. But everything, when it comes to posting and performing, like, because uh, people ask me a lot of times during the COVID, why didn't I do like a online performance? And my thing was, it has to represent who I am as an mm. artist. Everything that I put out has to represent who I am as an artist. And just going on screen and singing. Yeah, it just didn't make sense for me. Yeah, well, for somebody else. Yeah, and so um, I like to keep my life private. Mm -hmm. So whatever I'm doing is is whatever arguments I'm <laughs> going through. Yeah, I like to keep all that to myself. Yeah. So um, I always thought that was a bad thing for me because um, you know the people who are getting the popularity are the ones who are hosting and posting mm -hmm. But everything that I, it has to be a purpose for everything I do. It just can't be me just. And, and I love that about you because real R&B artists, you hear what they're going through in their music. Yes. And that song right there, No Pressure, <laughs> I, I, you hear what you're going through. Well, actually, that song was not inspired by something I went through. Really? It was not. Well, it was uh, inspired by something some people I knew were going through. Right. Um, but for some reason, when I write these songs, some songs like that, Mm -hmm. I'm always, I always imitate my art, my, mm. life, my real life, so yeah. it tends to happen to me in real life. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it wasn't really me uh, inspired by an actual event in my life, but it was inspired by things that I've seen, you know, as far as uh, maybe a friend or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's been the biggest obstacle so far in your career, would you say? Um, finding my fan base. Mm. So, um, I know that R&B is not, it's not one of those things that's popular right now. Mm. Um, I know uh, there is a type of R&B that's popular, but it's not the R&B that I gravitate to. Right. You know that. Yeah. 
that's not the type of R&B right. <laughs> I want to do. So um, trying to find a, a fan base without doing something that's outside of my character mm. has been the most difficult thing for me. Mm. So, um, of course, I've been tempted um, to, you know, post a, sh a picture without a shirt on or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. So that's been the hardest part, just trying to find a fan base to gravitate towards the music mm. that I want. Let me ask you this. Have you ever thought about calling it quits? Has there been a moment you like, you know what? I did last week. <laughs> <laughs> he said last week. I did last week. Uh, Natasha can uh, attest to that because yeah. I called her, I texted her, and I told her I'm done with this. Mm. Uh, the main thing is for me is I always love music, but one of the main things for me is the financial part of it. Mm -hmm. Because people don't realize when it comes to recording, um, music all of that mixing costs me money mm -hmm. and so if you calculate that for me recording my first recording was done in 99 to 20 to yeah 2021 i have spent a lot of money yes and so to me it felt like um i'm putting all this money in and not giving it back and so it's not that i don't love music mm -hmm. i have the need to quit because i'm like i'm gonna lose my money i'm trying to buy a house you're right how am i ever gonna buy a house and i keep putting money into this and i'm not getting it back like, right my crash ep i haven't received hardly any money every time yeah so, um, when i tell people who want to do it now that just want to record a single you got to make sure you love this because you're not going to get yeah you not you yeah may, but you may not get you know what you put in exactly exactly and that that that's such a a very important information nugget that artists need to understand this is not an an inexpensive procedure it's like golf you want to play golf you got to spend a lot of money playing golf from clubs to yeah. shoes golf is a very expensive hobby yeah and if you don't take it seriously i got an uncle who's money goes down <laughs> and just like music i mean there's a lot of people just out here doing it and they don't really understand that, hey, you know, you got to work a single, especially being independent artists. You got to work a single for a certain amount of time. You got to you got to be out there. Yeah. And I know there is a thing now where artists like to post their, um, you know, their streams. Mm -hmm. And I'm just one of those artists that look at it like, um, I mean, that looks good. But if you calculate it by the points, the cents that we get, because we get what? Zero point zero 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 six cents per yeah. stream. You really haven't made nothing but three dollars. Yeah. Time. So yeah. To me, it's just uh, it's one of those things that I look in like it just yeah. That's something I don't do because of that too, because it's not realistic. I mean, and and that, and that, I hate that it's come to that because they say numbers don't lie, but those streaming numbers are a flat out lie. When you break it down and get the actual money from it, it's yeah. it, you might as well pick up every penny you see off the yeah. ground. Twelve thousand streams sound good, but in reality, that's probably like two or three dollars. Yeah, <laughs> so that's not even gas. That's, yeah. that's a that's a and, and 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 no 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 shade or disrespect to anybody that has twelve thousand streams. That's a good yeah. number. That's, that's great. More than I get. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But I mean, it's like I think, I think the industry has 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 disguised it so well. Well, the Migos stream one point billion. That really isn't a lot. That they're not banking on that. You know, yeah. all that does is pay taxes on their real money. Yeah, and that's what I tell people. Um, if you have an artist who um, has, you know, ten million streams, that could or a million streams, that could be probably what forty four thousand dollars. Yeah. And then they have like five writers. So they yeah. Have to split all that. Yeah. They have to split all. It doesn't. It's not really that much money. Exactly. And so um, I don't. I don't knock anybody for doing that because those numbers are a lot of those numbers are way more than mine. Yeah. But I don't even though it sounds contradicting, it's not what I do it for the numbers. I mm. do it because I have a song in my heart that I want to get out. Yeah. But I do have moments where I'm thinking like, oh this this is gonna cost a lot. Yeah. But you have that you have that same uh thing that's going on where it's okay, I gotta get this out. Because mm -hmm. um when I called Natasha or text Natasha and told her, you know, I'm quitting after we finish your song, I'm not doing any more music about Two o'clock that morning, I had another song done. Yeah, <laughs> I was like okay, I gotta do yeah. it. And maybe then, I'll do right, so, right, yeah. right. It should be about it should be about um, inspiring somebody or touching somebody through whatever you have created, not about the numbers. But you know, sometimes us artists, we think you know, I've spent a lot of money, I could get a little bit something. Back yeah, so. and you should, you you really should. Um, I say one day, hopefully it's before I'm dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it definitely is coming. Um, define 
or describe the DFW music scene in one word? Oh. Oh, man. One word? Just one word? One word. Uh, not to be funny. Uh, okay. Mediocre. Mmm. Mmm. I mean, that's that's one word I think about. Yeah. So, and one of the reasons is because um, I see a lot of people doing other people's music. Mm. And I was raised in the era where, you know, Prince, you mm -hmm. know, Prince all was all about you creating him creating his own music. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that he pushed. And so um, when I see artists, you know, or singers as I call them, mm -hmm. um, just they're getting through with doing gigs after gigs, more gigs than I'll ever think about, which is good. But it's like I, I'm just wanting somebody to create their own. I'm mm. one of those people who admire people who create their own music. Yeah. So um, I don't see any, when I see somebody who's a cover artist, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily see talent. I mean, mm. it sounds bad, but yeah. when people send me, a, a, you know, something, somebody singing somebody else's song, I, I can't even get into it. Yeah. Like, uh, that's, yeah. you'll never hear me like, oh, that person sounds better than Mariah Carey. No. Right. <laughs> I'm just right. Like, create, create your own music. Right. So I'm cool with somebody doing a cover song on a set, but a whole set. Holes, yeah. It's like, yeah. I a, I get it. And so people have, I have missed gigs because people have wanted me to do things, just mm. full cover songs that won't allow me to do my music. Mm. So, you stand by your principles. I do. I mean, that's kept me yeah. not working a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, you're true to yourself. Yeah, I just never want to put out something because uh, people always tell me you should do more cover songs and record yourself doing it because that way people will get to know you. But I'm like, they will also, that's how a lot of them be introduced to me. Mm -hmm. And then when they're introduced to me as a cover singer and I sing something else, they're going to be like, oh, they're going to be confused. So I need you to know right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> what I do, writer. how I do it. Yeah, I do yeah. this. And so um, that's just how I see it. Definitely, definitely. There's a lot of. Are, there's a few artists here that I admire, so uh, yeah. there are a few people yeah. that I look at. Let's play another single. Uh, this was this one actually was incredible when you sent it to me, and I had to enter it in the uh, in the um, hip hop soul uh, March Madness tournament that we do. Okay, kind of like a mock of the uh, yeah, NCAA. I that. I that, yeah. And this song knocked out a lot of hip hop art songs. Really? This song, honestly, a lot of hip hop artists were like, "Who is this?" Really? I was like, "He's right here in your back door." Right so we're gonna get into it. This is Rose Colored Glasses. Oh, man, Let's check it out.
So much emotion in that song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you do you, are you do you ever get scared being vulnerable in, in songs and singing? Uh, no, I get more scared to be vulnerable with people. Mm. So with songs, it allows me to express everything that I'm feeling. Like yeah. Because I'm very, I'm very much an emotional individual. Um, it's not emotional to where I'm, you know, blurting out or having yeah. dramatic moments. I just have those moments where I. Uh, retreat and yes. there's all these emotions that are overwhelming me that I can't explain I can't tell anybody and so this is the only way it comes out so <laughs> that's how it yeah. is Let, let's have I, I'm, this is going to be a real I do this with all the artists but for some reason I think this is going to be really fun with you we're okay. going to lighten things up okay so I want to know your favorite movie of all time my favorite movie would be Claudine Claudine yes. okay I know that all time favorite movie I know that one. Um, favorite restaurant to go out to eat, and what do you always order? Mm. I don't know. I've been to a restaurant in so long. Mm. Um, I well, I don't know. Mm. Well, let's. I like. I can't say I like their food, but I like Chewy's because they have a good. Um, uh, they have like this. This. Vodka and my main drink. Yeah. So that's the only thing I can think of. As far as uh, food, I'm really open to trying things. I just don't eat beef, pork, or seafood. Okay. So, um, um favorite song of all time? Uh, my favorite song would be uh, Prince Diamonds and Pearls. Diamonds and Pearls. Yeah. Okay, Prince. Yeah. Durant Cersei, can you cook? And what's your go to dish? I cannot cook. <laughs> I, can, uh, I call it, uh, I tell everybody I, I can survive. You can survive. So, <laughs> okay. I can, I can whip up something if I'm really hungry, but yeah. I prefer not to. I would like to learn, actually. Yes. Okay. If you could have any superpower or special ability, what would it be? Um, to, uh, what would I want to do? I would like to be, uh, I would like to be navigated or pushed towards whoever my soulmate is. Mm, okay. <laughs> if that's a superpower. That's right. Wrong. Okay. Um, what gets on your nerve? What's a pet peeve? Uh, cover songs. Cover songs. Okay. <laughs> I, I like that. 
Uh, dream collaboration, dead or alive, who would you love to work with one day? Artist, and then who's going to produce that song? Uh, I would love to uh, do a song with, I, who collaborate with? I mean, I like a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I would actually love to do a song with Rick James. Mm. And I would like uh, myself, Rick James, and Mariah Carey to write. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. What would be a dream venue for you to perform in one day? Yeah. AT&T Stadium. AT&T Stadium. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one's going to be a fun one. So you got the hottest nightclub, mm -hmm. the hottest restaurant. Everybody's clamoring to get a table. Mm -hmm. We're in Dallas. So one night, no particular night, but it just happens. Jerry Jones and Mark Cuban are in line. They're trying to get the last table at your restaurant or get in the club. Who are you letting in first? Jerry Jones or Mark Cuban? Uh, probably Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. He uh, seems more relatable. <laughs> okay. That okay. I like that one. I like that one. Um, do you do anything special or unique before a live show or a studio session or a writing session? Um, I, of course, I do my normal vocal warm-ups and mm -hmm. try not to speak all day. Mm. Uh, but one thing is, um, before I sing, there's a song by Christina Aguilera called Sing To Me. Mm. Where she's pretty much talking about how she's just going to sing whatever comes out. It's going to come out because she's doing it for herself. Yeah. I always have to listen to that before I sing, before I sing in the studio or anything. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want you to think of three R&B artists um, and create for me the ultimate R&B singer like Marvin Gaye's voice or Michael Jackson's crowd control. Okay. Take an attribute from three singers and create oh, wow. for me the ultimate R&B singer. Um, I would have Prince's stage presence. Did that mm -hmm. matter? That's good. <laughs> I have um, Michael Jackson's um, his his creative style, his stage creative style, I guess. Mm. And I would have um, Mariah Carey's vocals. Michael Jackson, Prince, and Mariah Carey. Yeah, I know. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, you said earlier you're not you're not you don't do music to for the numbers or. Or anything like that. It's it's strictly because you love being an artist. But let me ask you this: What's your definition, if you have one, of making it in the music industry? Oh, making it. Yeah. Well, it's different now than it was mm -hmm. 15 years ago. Um, making it to me is being uh, inspiring a lot of people. Mm. Uh, your music. Um, like even now, uh, I get emails and stuff. Which is weird about songs about and they'll be in my DMs and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they'll tell me about a song that I wrote. Like uh, recently, a guy told me about uh, this song called, that I did called "Damaged." How it it affected him and made him feel away because he felt the same way about you know um, the way he grew up and all this stuff. And I was just so thrown back because that's one of those songs I, I just kind of put out. I didn't mm -hmm. I didn't make a big deal out of it. It was one of those just songs to put out, and so. Um, I'm often always surprised when I get those messages. Um, mm. I've had, um, I wrote a song called The Suicide Song and people have wrote me to this day telling me how that song really affected them and stuff. Wow. So um, to me, making it is just uh, being some sort of inspiration to people who listen mm. to you. So I feel like if you're not inspiring, because my thing, my theory with making albums, one thing that frustrates me about albums is because artists, talk about love the whole album. I know that we all experience love, but um, there should be some sort of life experience, like real life experience in your mm. albums. That's, that's one of the reasons why I gravitated to Mariah Carey a lot too, because Mariah Carey talked about, in every album, she talked about, you know, relationship stuff, but then she'd have songs like, you know, looking in, talking about how she feels, um, you know, as a person outside feeling like that she's an outsider and all that stuff mm -hmm. i like those inspiration moments inspirational moments and i don't understand why artists don't 
have those in every mm. single album. There should be that in every single album. Yeah. Because sometimes people are listening to you, and that's kind of they're they're on the verge of ending it. So yeah. It's like you have, and Mariah Carey is one of those people. When I heard Outside, I was on the verge of ending it. And yeah. It was listening to that song saved my life, and so I, as an artist, try to keep that in mind when I make songs that they have to. Um, be inspiring and you know the now making songs you know they're fun but you yeah. know, like to lean more towards the inspirational yeah. be about you know life or even love i think about and, and, and i agree with you durant uh the pro projects need to be they need to be touching a whole bunch of emotions yeah, vocally as well yeah you shouldn't sound the same on every single song and i'm trying i'm learning that too uh, you'll notice that on um summer flame yeah i think i'm i sound I don't think I sound like any other song that I've done before, and so I was just trying to, uh, you know, utilize that whole variety because I have different uh, parts of my voice. Yeah. And so um, I want to just, you know, use them as best as I can. Yes. So. Let's get into another song. This is "How Can I Be." Old school. Old, old school. school. Let's check this one out. <laughs>
that. Oh, man. I'm listening oh. to you sing, Durant, and I'm looking at you. <laughs> you remind me of um, the brother, Babyface's brother, after seven. Oh, Kenny. Yes. <laughs> Ready or not. I haven't seen him in so long. Yes. I'll take that one. I get that. I get that vibe. I get that okay. style. I'll take that. Yeah, I like him. He's a great songwriter. Yes. Yeah. That I I'm that's the that's it's the emotion. The way you sing with emotion, that's how he was. Yeah. I mean he poured his heart out on that ready or not song. Yeah. He you did. know, I, you forget about the other two people in the band in the group. <laughs> because it was like when his when he hits yeah. It's like what I think his verse was like give you my heart. He just took the whole song over after that. Yeah, he was really good. He Man, really good. I get I get that. I get that. Yeah, I'll take that one. <laughs> I'll take it. Um Durant, would you ever like to win a Grammy one day? Um, it would be great, but it's not something. It's not it's, okay. Yeah. Um this is a question I want to ask you too. Who are you currently listening to? If anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to you mean like? I of course I know you're not turning the dial on the radio. I don't listen to the radio. Okay. Unfortunately. Um. So, who am I listening to? Who's in? The, who's in? What is it? The iPod or the? Aside from the people that I mentioned. Yeah. Because you know, I've always I'm always listening to them. Yeah. Uh, who? Uh, <laughs> there's a lady uh, by the name of Emily King who. Uh, she has a very interesting style. Mm. Um, I really like her. Um, you know, you may not know her because she's not really R&B. And that's another thing. When I was growing up, I listened to a lot of rock okay. music. I loved R&B, but rock was kind of my thing. And so my yeah. family kind of sort of, well, they thought I worshipped the devil because <laughs> I was in the Aerosmith and in excess. But um, okay. I like Emily King. There's a guy named Daly that I listen to now. He's a um, he's a uh, R&B singer. Um I listen to Ricky Jones. I, I like him. I'm inspired by him. Hopefully, we'll work together one day. Okay. He's a Dallas artist. Yes. Um, but exceptional know, singer too. Yeah. But I listen to you. Know, I I really listen to a lot of you know, my older stuff, like my older, you know, Marvin Gaye's Rick James. Yeah. Um, Beyonce. I listen to her uh, too. Uh, that's pretty much. And you know, I love High Five. Okay. They are one of the best R&B groups. In my opinion, ever okay. So uh, the lead singer, he, he Thompson. Won, yeah, he's one of my favorite. Yeah. Singers, period. Yeah. 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 So he's um, he's somebody that's top notch as far as vocals. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was out of Waco, wasn't he? They were I out of Waco, so. I believe. Yeah. And you know that's one of the reoccurring dreams that I've always had. Uh, me at the um, the uh, the venue in Dallas. What's the venue in the American Airlines? Okay. I used to have a recurring dream about uh, always. That being a song I covered that I can't wait another minute because that's like one of my all yes. favorite songs. So um, yeah, that's one of those dreams. Yes, <laughs> that's if dope. I'm gonna do a cover. I'm gonna yeah, do that one, so. yeah, nice. Um, so with the COVID, with COVID and, and and all that, how did that affect you as an artist? Did that give you uh, more time to to write and create? Did it give you time to to get business in order? Um, it did give me time to write and create. I've, I've written and recorded a lot of stuff that hasn't been mm -hmm. yet. But uh, one thing that's really kind of, you know, mind-boggling right now is that I've been performing since I was four, and um, I've been performing professionally for about 20 years. And this is the first time I feel stage fright in my entire life. I'm really frightened to get on stage right now. Mm. And uh, one of the main reasons is because I just there's like rose colored glasses I released that and that's one of the most the most interesting songs I've heard yeah and vocally is all of my songs are vocally challenging yes for some reason and so I'm just nervous to go out to in front of a crowd and just bomb mm. and so right now I'm battling with a little a lot of stage fright so wow um, it would have to be s s the perfect situation yeah to get back on stage but right now i'm very fearful this is the most fearful i've ever been to actually get on the stage so that's one thing that i've learned during this COVID that i have a bad case of stage fright. yeah but uh yeah it has made me a little more uh creative but it's made you creative because you you think so when you have time yeah. to think and think and think and so um business wise um i'm always going to be just the rent 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, the best advice you've ever received, read in a book, uh, heard in passing regarding this music industry that you still take or apply today? Uh, one thing, well, I don't know if it's the same thing, but um, I am an artist that overthinks mm. everything. So I, like, it could be, I could be on stage and I can overthink that I walked to the stage right and I should have been on stage left. Mm. Or if I uh, sang a note wrong, I will, uh, I'll think about it the whole time while I'm performing afterwards. And I remember this um, director by the name of Ed Smith, he uh, came up to me and he was just, all he said was, let it go. Mm. Life goes on, because he noticed when we were doing a show together that I was always focused on whatever that is that I messed up on, or what I did wrong, or what note I hit, and so every time that I do something like that, I try to keep it in mind to just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> yes. Wow. So. Wow. Um. Before I let you out of here, um. What is it, what, what's one thing that, what's a misconception when people meet you for the first time, Durant? I don't know. I don't know what people do. They, do people think you're arrogant? Do they, people think you're hard to work with? Uh, Something, anything. Uh, timid. Timid. Yeah. People, uh, I mean, I guess you can get that, but um, I'm stronger than most people, internally than most people. Yeah. Because they see you as, um, especially listening to my songs, that I'm very emotional, which I am, and that uh, translates to weak. <laughs> which it like, shouldn't. I mean, if it does, then you know it's all it's all good. But yeah. I can handle what's going on. That most people can. Yes. It, you know, I've been doing it for about twenty years. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. There's been many days when people have tried to make yes. me stop. So, yes. Uh, so um, I would say uh, just. Uh, maybe timid or weak. Mm. So uh, I am quiet. I am very shy. So um, yeah. I mean, I guess it's it's um, it makes sense. Sitting here talking with you this this past hour, I also get I think one of the most incredible, um, talented, gifted musicians and artists to come along in a long time. Um. Uh, Kim, I get that vibe from you too. Really? Kim is, I don't know if you hear this enough, but Durant, you are an exceptional artist. I don't You're know. an exceptional. Thank you. I mean, and it, 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 I, I don't blow smoke. I, I, I tell it like it is. If I like something, I like it. You know, a lot of people, oh, you just play hip hop. No, I'm really a smooth jazz guy. <laughs> I real that, that that's the genre that I really relate to and and really just appreciate and because we talk about that because you know I want to dive into jazz yes I I, into I would I I'm, I had a thing that we used to do called the A and R sessions um, shout out to Medrick and and with the twist that band Medrick Greeley mm -hmm. and what we would do we were down there at the um, uh, independent bar and kitchen. And we did it on the first Sundays, and we would invite a hip hop artist or an R and B artist or any all types of job. We even had a pop artist do it one time. But the thing of it was, is the artist had to send in three to four songs, and the band learned them on the fly. They would have it, they would learn it. They wouldn't change the tempo up. They wouldn't throw a sneak in a surprise. It was very reminiscent of uh, MTV Unplugged, and the only time the band and the artist got to link up there was no practice it was on that sunday no sound check nope oh, on sunday <laughs> you got to meet them you mm -hmm. y'all got to meet and they knew your song and and then they, they you know they watched the social media or whatever but you would that's when you guys would you run through the song you would literally tell them okay i wanted this song first this but they knew it they knew it right off the bat and it was some of the the most creative organic moments and it it, 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 it it illustrated how talented this city really is. Yeah, I would love to you, 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 you mentioned Ricky Jones. Mm -hmm. He's incredible. He's, and he's actually a really good person. Yes, he, he is. So. Ryan J. Smith. He's another dope artist. 
R&B that can sing. Got pipes. Taylor Pace. I love Taylor. Oh, yeah. man, look. Y'all would be a super group. Well, Taylor actually. The four of y'all? Oh, I don't know about that. Yes. But, you know, I'll, between I'll the bet, between the songwriting and the and and the vocal skill, it it, it would be very reminiscent of when uh, in uh what movie was that? Uh, Soul Food when I'll when be in the when it was Casey and JoJo. <laughs> yeah. The guy uh, Babyface and his brother from After Seven, yeah. and uh, Michael Beach was the piano guy. Yeah, I forgot what song that was. Girl, I care yeah. for you. I see y'all. I see the four of y'all doing something like that. But uh, if I don't know if you know, but uh, my Christmas song, me and Taylor Pace, we worked on that. Yes. He was a uh, vocal producer on that. Yes. So, and he, man. And he is a decent person. He, yeah. I only met him. Uh, we only got to speak maybe one, once or twice. But he's. Um, that's one thing that really counts for me too with artists if they are decent people. Yes. And, um, him and Ricky were um, are very good people. Yeah. They resonate. No ego. Yes, yes, <laughs> and 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 the talent should have them on on on, on some Bruno Mars type. Yeah. they are so. But see, I didn't know anything about Taylor until after I worked with him. Yeah, and so I was like, when I because I didn't want to Google <laughs> him when I heard who he was, and um, you know, Ty bought him. Yes, because we want to have shout a, out to Ty Mac. Yeah, we love Ty. Yes, but, um, we wanted to uh, have a different vocal uh, thing with me because I was starting to. I admit I was starting to sound the same, mm -hmm. and so um, we brought him in as a vocal producer, and so it was e it was fun to me. Yes, because uh, the first session with me and Ty had, I wasn't having a good day. Yeah. So when we brought him in, that was like the most fun I've had in a session. Wow. And then after the session, I you know Googled him. Yeah. Like, oh hell, this is what. <laughs> this was. Th I, I was just realize who I was working yeah. with. Yeah. So, yes. I mean, I knew that he was a singer, but I didn't want to look him up. Yeah. After, but when I found out who he was, I was like, oh. Yeah, I worked with somebody. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, yes. He, uh, he was really, he was really humble. He was really nice. He made the session. Yes. Great. And and you know what? And that I think a lot of artists don't have fun anymore. Yeah. You know, and 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 it's just so A B C D. It's no fun. It's actually been more fun for me the last year and a half than it's ever been wow. making music. Wow. This is the most fun I've had. Like making Summer Flame. Yeah. All of those and um, even Rose Colored Glasses. Yes. This was the most enjoyable experiences making wow. music. Wow. And it's kind of it's kind of sad. Yeah. Because I'm like, all this time I wasn't enjoying it. Of course, you know, when the numbers come out, you want more for it. Yeah. But in the whole process, it was just uh, yeah. more enjoyable for me. Wow. Than so, That's awesome. Yeah. Before we get into Summer Flame. Let everybody know how they can reach you, anything you got coming up soon, uh, besides the new single where they can stream it, things <laughs> like that. Yeah, I'm not like everybody else. Yes. I don't have a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> but no, if you uh, want to, you can just Google Durant Cersei, D-U-R-E-N-T-S-E-A-R-C-Y. Um, uh, all my music is on every single streaming platform. Uh, you can look that up if you want to find me on Instagram, which I don't really post that much, so I don't know if it'd be beneficial. Cersei. <laughs> I'll try to do a little bit more on social media. I just feel like uh, with social media, I just it's just not my thing. I yeah. do it because you know, you know that's the thing to do yeah. when, you, yeah. <laughs> when you have music. Yeah. But uh, as far as just posting, just to be posting, I, that's just not my. It's like my style. Right. So. Uh, right. Yeah, any just uh, Durant Cersei anywhere. Yes, that's where you'll find me. I should be the only Durant Cersei. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Man, it was a pleasure. Thank you. It was thank a pleasure you. Being here. Thank you. It. Thank you. Thank I you. hope soon I get to see you live. Maybe we can get some of that stage right out. And hopefully, won't be disappointing. <laughs> I, I, I know I won't because you sing with emotion. Yeah. And that's all. That's all fans want. Yeah. You let fans want to be let in just for that 30 minutes or however long that set is. And the comments today, Pamela Houston, music is supposed to bring out a feeling. I think so many have lost that lost touch with that. Yeah. And you have literally caught it in a bottle and 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 everything and and that's a testament to you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, when I wrote uh, Rose Coat Glasses, uh, that was one of my main things. I was like, I want to start making music where people believe in love again. Mm. 
relationships again. Yes. Because that's what I believe in. That's yes. what I want. So yes. um, that's one of my main things. And if you know, if I succeed at it, then great. If I don't, then I know that I tried as best as yes. I can. Yes. And my nephews can have my songs when I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> Durant Searcy, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. We're gonna pleasure. get we're gonna get into Summer Fling. Yes. Twenty one. Twenty one. Y'all make sure y'all check him out on all the platforms that he mentioned. Um, support this young man. He has an incredible voice. He has an incredible story, and he does it the right way. And he cares about real R and B, and that's something that has uh, been missed. Been been mistreated and you got you you got a gym here in the DFW Fort Worth that is right here ready to bring real R&B back. There's real R&B all over, but there's really there's a lot of real R&B in DFW. You just got to open your ears and open your heart. Yeah. You know, and 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 be willing to 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 do a little research. Thank you again. Thank you. We're going to get into Summer Fling. D-Boss presents the Pipe Bomb with Yolanda the Model. My guest this time, the one and only Durant Searcy. Let's check it.